D-A-K-I-C-K-B-A-C-K. Another episode of The Kickback with Sabrina, Sharika, and E.B. Sit back, relax, and vibe. What's good, Kickback family? Hopefully, you are having a great day. And if you're not, then hey, I guess it is what it is. Um, <laughs> it'd be it be like that sometimes. It do be like that. You sometimes you can't control it, and sometimes you can't. And when mm-hmm. I say you, sometimes you can, sometimes you can't, just means you know there might be circumstances that are beyond your control. In some days, that leads to, I would say, a stronger or a deeper frustration that you would like for it to be. Um, I'm here with two of my favorite people, Sabrina and Sharika, and I hope that as we get ready to close out Black History Month that you have been learning just a little bit, not just about us or about songs that we enjoy or things that we love to throw out there or some of the stuff that we've talked about this month. But hopefully in your sphere of influence in your world, you have possibly learned something new of people of African descent who have made an impact on this world in one way or another. If I had to give you guys a number on my temperature, I would say... It's about it's about a seventy, and I know that's uncommon for me. Um, just not the best. I am, I would say, somewhat at peace. But one of the hardest things I think any person would ever have to do is to try to formulate thoughts and words and write an obituary for a loved one. And for the past three or four days, I spent that time writing words um, about my great aunt and the impact that she's made on my life, on her son's life, on her grandson's life, on her great granddaughter's life, on my mother's life as she helped raise my mom since my mom, my mom's mom passed away when my mom was four. And it's just like, how do you try to sum up the greatness of an individual in just Mm. a short few words? And I was stuck with just what to put, what not to put, what to delete, what to edit, what to send to family to say, hey, do you guys want to add anything? Should I take anything out? And I was just like, now it really hit me. Um, and I don't know if it was Mark, but it was one of the, maybe it was Luke Connor, but one of the gospels where they say, if we were to write down everything that Jesus did, there would not be enough room on earth oh. for all that he has done. And I was like writing it. And I had to write the same thing for my brother when he passed in 09. Did the same thing for my mother when she passed in 2013. Wow. And I was like, I don't think, and I look, I love my mom, but I was like, I don't even think I had that much of a hard time for her, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, so I don't have a song for y'all, but just try your best to whatever you do in this world and the influence or the impact that you have. Um, make it a hard time for people who are writing your obituary. Like, let that be the legacy that you leave behind as best as possible. And I know this could have been part of like a we recommend or closing thoughts, but that's how I'm feeling. And that's what I got for y'all today. Well, EB, you're MI. I know this is so like typical to say that you're in my thoughts and prayers. I don't know. I feel like Twitter has ruined thoughts and prayers for those of us who really do have thoughts and prayers. (laughs) Okay. You're a fan. Your families and my thoughts and prayers. And I just think of you as like this giant, the way you're able, the strength that you pull from the Lord to get you through these really tough times. Like, I salute you and I pray God continues to strengthen you. Thank you, sis. Man, but just the, I would say the privilege 
to be the one to write the obituary, like that means, like, I think that's very significant. And it sounds, well, I would say for me, I would be very intimidated if I had to do that. But wow, that's that's such an honor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. But I know, and I know where y'all at, so I know your thoughts and prayers actually do mean something. And that's why sometimes okay, I good. try to pause. Not saying for y'all to do it right now, because let's not do that on the pod. Um, we definitely are praying people. Um, so please don't hear what we're not saying, mm. um, listeners. But I do try to encourage people. When you say that to somebody when you're out and about, like you can pause in that moment when you're on the phone with that friend. Like you just like, hey, let's pray right now. Or if it, and not everybody, but it's a decent amount of people who they can say they've received the prayer text from me when they tell me something that they're dealing with, or something that they're going through, just because it just helps to know that you're intentionally praying for that person as they walk through a certain thing in life. But yeah, enough about that. How y'all doing? How, what's y'all temp like? My temp is good today because I did have somebody that prayed with me yesterday and I have friends that showed up for me. I am grateful today for great friends, people on this pod. I mean, and when I say the people on the pod, I'm talking about literally Evie and Sabrina. And shout out to your wife, Evie, who who was very kind and generous to me yesterday. And um, just great friends that the Lord has blessed me with. Uh, I just got a lot to be thankful for. And that's where I'm at today, which is a stark change from where I was yesterday. So that's good. My, um, hmm, what do I want to say? My temp is, my temp is 84. Um, I have a song. This was going to be my song last week and I don't remember what happened, but I changed it at the last minute, but I feel like it's appropriate this week. It is Lean On Me by Bill Withers, black man. Well, at least from this little thing that I'm looking at, he looked black to me. So so he's a black man in Black History Month. And for all the situations out there, this I felt like this song was fitting. But you know what? If you don't, let me just share a few words with you. Sometimes in our lives, we all have pain. We all have sorrows. But if we are wise, we know that there's always tomorrow. Lean on me when you're not strong. I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on. For it won't be long till I'm going to need somebody to lean on. And that is so true. That's my song for today. Please. I'm just kidding. I'm going to go on with more <laughs> Friend, um, how could you not tell them about the exciting thing you started this week? Oh, girl, yes. Thank you. I was going to say that, but I'll be forgetting sometimes. Thank you. That is something I do. I started my, I did my first class. I told you I was going to be studying for my uh, HR certification. So if y'all are praying, people, this is where the prayers are also needed. I need the prayers because this is a big deal. This is a uh, a, um, very tough exam that I will be taking. Not yet, but come soon. Yes. So right now taking, I'm in the prep course for it. I just had my first uh, class last, this week on uh, Tuesday. And it was great and a little nerve wracking, but I'm excited. Um, So y'all pray my strength, pray my mind because, it's a lot, but I am confident in the Lord and 
in his uh, presence. So I pray that, you know, I'm going to do well. I got I'm claiming that I'm going to do well. I think you are going to do well. And I'm just excited for you because it takes a lot to step out and like add on something to your life to enhance your growth. You could just stay the way you are, you know, but you said, no, I'm going to do this thing and it's going to be a hard thing, but we can do hard things. We can do hard things well. Mm. And I just can't wait for you to pass the test. We're going to start. That's my favorite thing you say, Sabrina. Can I can't take credit. Things. My, uh, the director at EC school, a theater and dance who has since passed. Shout out to John Sharon. He used to tell us that all the time. He also was a person who, one of my exams, I got an A, but I put a little smiley face and he definitely put an X over it. And I'll never forget that, John. I'll never forget that. He was like, girl, you were a senior in college. We're not doing the smiley faces I was just like, wow, you know, so every it worked because even today as a whole corporate baddie, sometimes I had the urge to put a smiley face in an email. And I'm like, remember, John, Sabrina, remember that little red X he put right over it. So that's uh, that's how I'm feeling about that. Friend, my tip is great. I guess I'm back to sunny and 75. I know there's like a winter storm happening in the middle of our country and Oh, mixed places is winter, but over here, Florida is giving spring vibes. It's great. I'm actually loving it. And my mood is just very much lifted. So it's sunny and 75. And it's interesting that Sharika talked about friends and just being thankful for her community because that is the same vibe that I'm feeling right now. My song is Spice Up Your Life. And it starts when you're feeling sad and low, we will take you where you want to go smiling, dancing, everything is free. All you need is positivity. And I take that as like when the we will take you one and go, I'm thinking about my church community. I'm thinking about my family and my friends and just really thankful that this is the life that I'm living and it's positive, it's happy, it's free. That being said, I would like to encourage my host to flip it and reverse it this episode because we all have lots of different things going on. So I'm wondering if we can make sure that people get like the fullness of us by starting the episode with the recommends and then going into EB Expounds, the funny scripture and ending with our topic, just in case any of us have to hop to the left or to the right, the people get like the fullness of us for those sections. Is that cool? Love it. Absolutely. I love a flip it and reverse it because I love me some Missy Elliott, just like I like the Spice Girls. And I was like, you know what? I haven't listened to the Spice Girls in a while. I might need to spice up my life. And um, so thank you for the record. <laughs> thank you for reminding me about the Spice Girls. And of course, you know, love my girl Missy. So of course, let's flip it and reverse it. Yeah, so okay. I can start off with uh, slip it and reverse it with something to recommend for you guys. And I have this week or this to close out um or i don't know because we might be still talking about black history month next month who knows um but the book that i have for you guys is lies my teacher told me lies my teacher told me by james glowen it's um essentially a book about history that has impacted our world and where do we as um, just a society, not just um, simply people of African descent stand, but just people in society where they stand. So if you're looking for a new book, uh, this would be something where you can check out. It's not a million pages. And I think that 
um, you would really, really enjoy it. So that's what I got for you guys. Love it, EB. I haven't read a book in probably a month, so I need to hop on it, and I think I'll go that direction. My Recommends is a show that most of you, well, you know what, our, our listeners are pretty eclectic, so some of you will know it, some of you may have never heard of it. It is called Seinfeld. Now, when I was younger, my mom, she was all about, you know, I'm rooting for everybody black. We were watching the black, the quote unquote black people shows. So I never grew up like watching Seinfeld, but I've always heard about it just being in like the theater community and broadcasting, all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, okay, let me see why this is ranked as one of probably like the top 30 shows of all time. Seinfeld is a comedian who lives in New York and he has like a neighbor who's a really good friend. And then this other guy and his ex-girlfriend, this other guy is George, his ex-girlfriend Elaine, and hijinks ensue. It's just about their life. In the beginning, I was like, this is not LOL. I don't get it. But now that I'm into season three, Sharika, you might be surprised. I even laughed at some of the things that Kramer's character has done. And I agree with Sharika, George <laughs> is trash. He is trash. And I didn't realize he was trash until now. And there are a lot of reasons, but... The whole show is on Netflix. Check it out. It's a part of American television culture. What do you got, Sharika? First of all, I don't think the people are know what you were referring to. We talked about Seinfeld at the Super Bowl party, and I was saying how George was the worst on that show. And I'm glad that you come around, come along to see how trash George is. He is the most self-centered <laughs> person. This lady life was like trying to initiate an affair with him and his only response to this married woman and to his friends is like oh well if I'm in an affair it'll cost me a lot less money to be in a relationship like stuff like that it's like George <laughs> can you not like <laughs> can you just not <laughs> ah, sure. <laughs> yeah anyway yes so George is my least favorite character on there but anyway my recommend is a show that I just randomly got into. I was, I don't think I've shared it on the pod. I was watching something or the TV was on and I got on a phone call. So I muted the TV and I was just talking on the phone, but this show was playing in the background. I'm like, oh, it looks kind of cute. Let me see if I can find out where it was and how I can catch up. And so I've started watching Ghosts. On CBS, I believe it comes on. I watch it on who? No, I watch it on Paramount Plus. And I think I have caught up through all the episodes. But if you, you know, you guys know I'm a scaredy cat, so you know it ain't scary. It's called Ghosts, but it's not scary. It's a little comedy. It is funny and it is silly and it is a mess. And I like it. So, and it's actually a show that's on TV currently. I have not watched a current TV show and I don't even know how long. So if you're into ghosts, I mean, well, not into ghosts, but if you're into funny comedy show, I'm recommending the show Ghosts on CBS. It's in its second season. So at least they made it through the first season. So they're on their second season. And I'll just tell you briefly, it's about this couple who, a girl, a couple who inherit a house and the house is, uh, uh, has ghosts there and um, the woman uh, ends up being able to see them. So that's just a little teaser of the show Ghost and it's funny and it's cute. All right. I'm going to get y'all with something that we talked about about 
a year and a half or so ago in the summer of 2021, the president of Haiti was assassinated. And I know you might be thinking like, why are we talking about this? What's going on? Are there new updates? And I want you to know that absolutely there are. And there's been a group of what we've been to the federal agents who have been working diligently on finding out who was, I guess you could say the cause of this or this group of people who, I don't know, just basically took the life of an individual. So one of the people, unfortunately, and I say unfortunately because it's just a sad situation as a whole, but it sucks that one of those people were residents of the lovely city that I have the privilege of residing in, in Tampa, Florida. Um, a CPA who's been a CPA for several decades, he was one of the individuals who were charged with countless counts and could face up to 20 years in a federal prison for bringing in what we would consider um, bulletproof vests or ballistic vests for these armed individuals who would partake in this assassination, in this um, robbery, in this claim. Now, there's speculation on what what were they were seeking, what was the reason, what was the rationale, and it seems to kind of all point to a president who was basically head, um, basically all in, so to speak, or head on taking in those who were causing struggle or strife or destruction or demise to the rest of the population from drug traffickers to murderers to kidnappers, all of those things. And he was what some have referred to as closing in on the ringleaders. And through that, a group of people, because they know that once they get caught, that messes up money flow and that messes up their operation, that they had to do something. And, you know, once you kill the head of the snake, in this case, the president, that will stop or that will cause more craziness within um, a nation. So for those of you who are interested, you can always just, you know, look up Haitian president, um, Jovenel Moise, or look up case notes or case records or documents um, about that. And it's just crazy that we live in a world where this is happening and this continues to happen. Um, and then something else I just want to keep you guys to, I just, just to have on your radar um, is you're going to start seeing a lot of no name. And let me take it back because that's somebody's family. You're going to start people, you're going to start seeing people who are less familiar in the public's eye when it comes to running for political office, running for the left or the right or in the middle when it comes to our upcoming presidential election. Um, I would encourage you to continue to do your due diligence. I know as we get closer, we have the kickback. We try to do our best to maybe highlight, you know, what we see as sometimes pros and cons of different candidates or some of the things we see them for or their track records. Not necessarily telling you to vote for, but give you try our best to give a full perspective. Also, I know that there's always people who complain about certain things, whether it be elected officials or it be school board members or it be stuff that's happening in your community. Um, and I want to say a lot of these things are elected roles or positions in society. So maybe you're not the person for it, but maybe you know somebody who is and you can encourage somebody in that direction to be your voice. But if there's always a meeting, um, especially for those who are parents, like I happen to be on a few different Facebook group pages for my nieces and nephews when it comes to schools in Polk County. And I saw a host of parents complaining about the upcoming 2023, 2024 school schedule. And me being who I am, I love to poke the bear, so to speak. And I just said, how many of you guys either sat on the live to hear them discuss the formation of this or how many of you guys were at any of the school board meetings and me knowing some of the people who are commenting, I know they're not going to those things. So when you attend 
these spaces where things are happening, sometimes your voice is more amplified than a, a complaint or a venting session on social media because most times you're not paying attention to that. So try your best to be available and um, being prayer for the Moise family, the former president of Haiti who was assassinated um, as they continue to just learn new facts about um, the untimely death of their loved one. Absolutely. Thank you for that update, Edie. I guess now we'll go into our session of funny scriptures or maybe not always ha-ha funny, but things that make me like reflect in a different way. I have a weird sense of humor, so I did laugh at this. I laugh when I'm uncomfortable. Shout out to Edie because he put me onto this Instagram uh, page where they just do Bible scriptures as if Gen Z is saying it, and that is great. So I'm sure I'll be pulling from that. As well, I know it is really awesome, Sharika. Even you should text that to Sharika because it is a good follow. Oh, the kickback follows them, so you can check it out through that. Uh, today, though, I am pulling from Leviticus 10, and there's this whole section. The people of uh, the people of Israel have been freed from Egypt. God, you know, found a way, and Moses is like outlining the way that they should do things in the temple, you know, the church where God is going to dwell among them. And his brother is like his right-hand man. So his brother has his kids and all of them, they're going to be the priest of this, right? So they have all these instructions. So imagine you're with your sibling, you ride or die. Y'all been doing everything together. And he listens, your siblings listen to God, the instructions, you follow them out. Your kids, same thing. So his two sons, Aaron's two sons, Moses' brother's two sons, they go to put the fire in the temple for the Lord, right? They sprinkle the incense, but the way they did it wasn't exactly the way they were supposed to. And the Bible says that they brought before God a strange fire. And basically when they did that, y'all, they died. Like they just died. So then Moses says to Aaron, this is what the Lord meant when he said, I will display my holiness through those who come near me. I will display my glory before all the people. And Aaron was silent. That's just where it ends. So like literally you've been with your sibling following the instructions. Your kids are following the instructions and then they die. And all your sibling has to say to you is, hey, uh, this is what God meant by displaying his holiness. I can see why Aaron was silent. I would be silent too. I'm sure we've all had moments in our life where you're like just shocked into silence. Like there is like there's just no comment there's nothing that can be said there's nothing that can be done I can only imagine the way Aaron was looking at his brother and then Moses has the nerve to come back back to him like later on and then at the end of chapter 10 or at the end of chapter 11 he's like hey you didn't do this so-and-so thing for the offering and Aaron was like my kid literally just died can you not and then Moses was silent so they both had their they both had their little moments of not saying anything but this really tripped me out I I don't know how I forgot about this part of the Bible. Everybody knows the little two words, Jesus wept. So for me, this was a moment like that. It's just like, what's Aaron going to do? Nothing. He literally was shocked into silence. You, what can you do? If when God didn't do what God did, who are you, gonna, who are you complaining to? Who are you going exactly. to take your complaints to? He, he did what he did. And you like, well, I mean, you are God. <laughs> anything else like oh no so sorry like oh man the fire burned too hot maybe that you know you're just like oh this is what the lord meant when he said a b and c it's like oh my gosh and then i'm like sabrina are you literally like that because my family says one thing i love to do is i told you so or if you 
had listened to me. And I'm like, oh, I really don't like that characteristic. So I'm going to have to, you know, <laughs> grow out of that. Because I feel like that's the energy Moses was bringing. Oh, but no also comfort. Moses was like, well, you, he said what he said. And uh, <laughs> y'all won't find out today. And I guess y'all did. <laughs> they did. They really did. <sighs> the Bible is not, it's funny, but it's not funny. It's funny and not funny at the same time. Because there you go. It, it, when you Aaron and new kids, it ain't happening. Not at all. Thank you for that. I love, mm-hmm. I love this little new segment. I love it. Thanks, friend. Yeah, I can. Um, so, you know, we're wrapping up Black History Month. And I thought, you know what? We got to do a Black History Month quiz. We got to. I, I was like thinking when EB started the podcast out, when he was just talking about the things that you've learned. And um, I was like, you know, we're on the same one accord. You know, we, we didn't even talk about this beforehand, but he already set the stage. And so we're going to, we may learn something new or you, or you may already know these things. So I thought it would be fun to do a little Black History Month quiz. And um, they're in a few different sections. Sec- there's different sections. So we'll, I'll introduce like what this section is going to be about. So um, the, they're all multiple, they are multiple choice. So you, that would be a little helpful. So this part is actually about like some of the historical things. So, um, Evie and Sabrina, what did Martin, what did Martin Luther King, sorry, not what, where did Martin Luther King deliver his, I have a dream speech? Was it in a Memphis, Tennessee, Atlanta, Georgia, or Washington, DC? See. Listen. I'm ashamed. I don't know. I know Girl, that and- he was at a hotel in Memphis because I was there on a mission trip. Once. Girl, I I was, that was yeah. his last. So, the Memphis one just to help people out of those three places because it could get a little tricky, right? Atlanta, just to help people out. Atlanta is where he did a lot of his stuff. That's where he was a pastor at outside of Alabama, where he did a lot. Memphis is where he gave his final speech, where people talk about him being saying over the mountaintop when he was speaking to a group of sanitation workers. But his I have a dream speak was under, if I'm not mistaken, the shadows of the Lincoln Memorial, where Abraham Lincoln was overlooking him and he gave that to basically where people marched to D.C. I forgot how many people but it was countless amount of people and you can remember just the epic picture of the water of mm. I forgot what it's called because it's Washington, called um, the Washington the Memorial the memorial of just you know that the, the Washington Mall, I guess that's what yeah, Mall, yeah, you're right. But he's right. he's mm-hmm. speaking to the crowd in that one. So the I have a dream speech came from there. You are correct. It is Washington D.C. And sorry for the pause because I was like, hold up, girl, where are your answers? And I had to I had to turn it over. But yes, you are correct, E.B. It is Washington D.C. All right, who was the first American and Native American woman to hold a pilot's license? Is it A. Bessie Coleman, B. Mary? McLeod Bethune or C Barbara Smith A I was feeling A too it is A so it's A because that's also I forgot the movie but she got a famous movie that she's a part of um and then B most people probably don't know um Mary McLeod Bethune but that's the founder and who Bethune Cookman University Mm -hmm. and Daytona is named after and I heard the last name but it's not registering on who that is or her impact to society Barbara Smith yeah like you know I was thinking about that and then I feel I like I like, know it but I like I would have to hear it but I don't know I just know that I want to say is she one of the hidden figures no okay I, I wouldn't be able to tell you okay and I only said that because I was just watching something about hidden figures and I was like I don't remember these ladies names but they some of them felt very common so that's why I thought about her okay which of the following is Maya Angelou's first body of work I know why the cage bird sings the heart of a woman a song flung to heaven dang I've never even heard a C but I'm gonna go with a 
just because you're right, know. friend. I know why. I, uh, I know why the cage birds sing. Um, the okay. heart of a woman, a song flung to heaven. I didn't even hear. I didn't know about B or C. I only heard about. I know why the cage birds sing. I knew about B, but I figured I know why the cage birds sing is a, like yeah, one. Mm-hmm. It's more yeah Popular. about like well, it's the story of it feels like that, that would happen before she talks about being a woman because mm-hmm. I know why the cage mm-hmm. birds sing is like yeah. Now I, now that you say that, I remember. I think I've heard it quoted the heart of woman, the heart of a woman but i didn't know what it was called mm. i never knew what it was called uh what is michelle uh obama's debut memoir is it dream of my father dream from my father becoming or just as i am becoming becoming Definitely becoming and that's when and i went to go it? see her with my i was gonna say you went there we- eb right i definitely yeah. did I definitely want to go see her. She's amazing. Hopefully she oh. goes on. A, well, I think she is going on another book, summer, book, book tour, but I hope she comes to Florida. That's what I meant to say. Y'all notice how my girl's been rocking the braids now, right? I'm Killing here for her. it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish she would have had him in the White House too, but I get it. Like, girl, I'm here for the braids. They can only mm. handle but so much. <laughs> <laughs> Madam I'm waiting can... for the moment. Oh, go ahead. Go no, go no, go. You wait for what moment? I'm waiting for the moment. My coworkers, one of them on my new team, is like, "So what is going on?" <laughs> because these changes I started with the micros with the curly ends I've been rocking this wig for eons and I just put it on for the zooms but when I meet them in person again for the next month it's going to be the braids so I'm waiting for them to be like Sabrina always has some new hairstyle I'm like yes it's the culture get used to it but you're right they might not ask they don't they already know what it is they know what time it is (laughs) I don't think they'll be asked. But girl, the people at church will because they sure don't have yes. no, no care. Because I've been told people say that people have said to me about my hair before too. So at church, not at well, I work only like my friends. I did have one lady at work that we were friendly. We're we're close, but girl, she did touch my hair and I was like, You wait, ma'am, excuse you. But then I did have a friend that did ask, Can I touch your hair? And I said, Okay, but it is kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't know. Not that you want to be touched. It, I don't know. We're not even, that's a whole new subject. But actually, yeah. it's on topic because the next question is: Madam C.J. Walker is known as the first Black self-made millionaire. What product led to her set success? Is it hair grower, the ironing board, or a call ID? And I already gave y'all the hint, but it's you know we should know about hey. this. We we know about the um the Madam C.J. Walker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you say the perm? Wait, what were the answers? It says hair, hair grower. Hair, hair grower. I'm like, hair grower? What was it the hair grower? Maybe she did a whole lot. I guess because if your hair was... is natural, there's shrinkage. And then mm. when you straighten it, it grows. It seems to grow. But... I'm saying for those I'm of like... you who don't know who Madam C.J. Walker is, if you want to know more about her, um, she has a lovely Netflix delight with Madam C.J. Walker, which is amazing on Netflix. Check it out. She does. It is good. And it's I'm like, like next level. I didn't watch yeah. it. It was good, E.B. I think yeah. so. It It, it helped educated me a lot on just the process, the struggles of people, especially of black women and what she had to face, what she had to endure and how basically, yeah, it was just like an overall body of work. And from what I understand, um, her family played a role in the making of it. So it wasn't just like this, somebody who grabbed a little piece of morsel here or there and said, Mm -hmm. hey, we're going to make a nice story out of this. Like they had a role in um in the story good to know I, that, she wasn't the one that stole the person's stuff was she <laughs> i, like I went with them back then but i don't know i know people <laughs> say that but it looked like her stuff we, was stolen oh 
okay, okay, okay. I'd say I'm watch it and get back to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, there was some thievery involved, I heard. But okay, I'll, thank you. I will. I'm thank more you, concerned about the fibroids relationship because they say oh. black women have more fibroids than other ethnicities. And I'm like, is there a positive correlation with how many years you use a straight term and the amount of fibroids you have, which is another conversation we can do it. I think June or July is natural national like fibroid awareness month or something. I'm sure we can talk about it then. But I'm curious, Madam CJ. <laughs> Did you set us up? <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, what state was Barack Obama senator of before his presidency? Was it Hawaii? Was it Illinois? Was it Michigan? Illinois. Illinois. Yep. Soul Train was created and hosted by which TV presenter? Montel Williams, Arsenio Hall, or Don Cornelius? Now, I know it won't know Arsenio, so... I was like, was it Mattel, right? It was not no Mattel Williams. No. It is definitely uh, Don no. Cornelius. See, see, see. This is how I'm we tripping. do it. Yeah, I'm tripping. <laughs> It is a dance song. It is a dance song. Oh my gosh. All hands are in the air. <laughs> like, listen, those, those songs really used to hit back in the day. As a kid, you really thought you were doing something. <laughs> so Can somebody have a 90s party? Can somebody have a 90s oh, party? Oh, that's a good idea. Let um, me see what let me see what the budget's looking like in the spring, the real spring friend. That might be easier than a Wakanda Forever party. True, I guess. It's true, but I did want to see people showing out with the African outfits. Uh, all right. Yeah, we'll so, see. Oh, who was the first American African American model to be featured on the cover of the GQ magazine? Was it Tyra Banks? Naomi Campbell or Iman? Ooh, that's difficult. I feel like it's between, I want to say it's between Naomi and Iman, but Tyra has done some groundbreaking things too. I'm going to say Naomi. Naomi, go Tyra, and Iman. Yeah. What'd you say, EB? Oh, no, it's I'm not Iman. I was just answering. I'm, I'm going to go with Tyra. EB, you are correct with Tyra Banks. Yeah. All right. She's like the face Her- of the world for that stuff. So. Yeah, she's beautiful. You know, I- Tyra has been around for a long, long time. time. I just saw a clip of her on a talk show. I'm like, Tyra, girl, you've been around. And I love to see, you know, she's still doing her thing. Absolutely. I remember when she was Will Smith's girlfriend on um, Press Prince. That was her first acting <laughs> um, credit. Yeah. That was her first acting credit. Um, uh, Virgil Abloh uh, was best known for being the artist director of which brand? Dior, Louis Vuitton, and or Chanel? Louis. Louis. Yeah. Shout out to Pharrell. Oh, yeah. Alan just told me that. Uh, he's now the person. Why he had that blanket on? Girl, don't do this. <laughs> I was about to say, I saw a top 10 thing about Americans the other day and how other people know we're Americans without hearing our accent when we travel. And it was consistent on Reddit that Americans have bad fashion. They were saying things like, why do Americans be wearing white socks so much? <laughs> What's up with their jeans? White socks? What's up with white socks? It's this, this legit this one girl in the um reddit comments was like yeah someone came up to me and they're like you're american and i was like how did you know they're like the white socks 
So don't do him in his blanket, friend. Maybe the blanket's what's up. I don't know. I need my man to catch some of the Pharrell energy. Because one thing my man's going to do, the white socks and the cargo shorts. They had the cargo shorts. <laughs> Legit. When the I first started dating the, Des. It's, it's not even the shorts. It's the white socks with the, with the thong sandals. <laughs> I just said to myself, you know what? That's confidence. You go ahead, Doug. Hey, <laughs> I'm getting to the point, though. I'm getting to that point. My husband got that. I don't care. And I'm getting to the point. I used to, like, what, like I was just telling Sabrina Evie, it, we were talking about doing a swim class. And I was like, oh, I don't have a shower. I mean, not a shower cap, a swim cap. I was like, you know what? It might be the plastic bag. And I was like, 10 years ago, me would not be able to boldly walk out to the pool with the, with a plastic bag. At this age, this big age, I don't care anymore. Who going to check me in my plastic bag? I'm not probably not going to do that, but I'm just saying, who going to check me in my plastic bag? Very good, friend. And and like um, what was I um oh I, oh Sabrina as as Keith Lee said and if they check me they can't beat me so <laughs> well I can't say that Sharika because I've never been in a physical fight I feel like my heart would win but with my actual hands and body be able to win in a fight. I don't know. I feel like fighting just feels so violent to me. I don't know that I could really get my heart into like punching someone. I just feel like I'd be like, what am I doing? I'm an animal. I just would, I would probably get beat up so badly, but I would still talk my trash. So boom. <laughs> I probably would get, I don't know if I would get, I just can't in my heart of hearts. I feel like I can beat anyone. I know it's not the true facts, but my spirit is like, girl, why, can't, why wouldn't you win? Is what but I EB, isn't it true that in a fight you don't really feel the pain because of your adrenaline? Nah, it depends on who you're fighting, but definitely <laughs> you'll feel it if you fight the right person. Um, what typically happens, what I try to tell people, fighting isn't necessarily about who's the what we would consider the better fighter. It's who's more equipped in that moment. And sometimes it's really built on build up as far as endurance and strength in that moment. Not like who goes to the gym and lifts more, but like you can be a better fighter overall. But in that moment, you just, it wasn't your day. Like when that's why you hear people say every dog has their day, but like people don't fight that long. Like if you watch a fight, whether it's social media, whether it's fight, you're going to sit around, whether it's fights back, you just think back of elementary, middle, high school, you see people fighting, you know, it's like it literally lasts three or four minutes and somebody is there to intervene, break it up. But people aren't fighting 10, 15, 20 minutes, but you will be surprised how many people really just don't have that much energy or endurance to just fight um and that's why that's why it's not a lot of fighting happening these days and that's why a lot of people be shooting and all types of crazy stuff because people feel which is crazy people feel more embarrassed of getting beat up by someone than them killing somebody else which is crazy to me but that's the world we live in but sometimes you will feel it and sometimes you don't because you might not feel it to the next day it's kind of like working out like you go work out, you feel good, you feel strong as can be, and then the next day, like, dang, he really, he really got me. Okay, that is face true. Face right now. To EB's point, I do think sometimes if you just let people fight it out, like they're gonna get tired. You can unless you can somebody, only fight for so, but if you're, but yeah, you're unless at one person disadvantage, though, Sabrina, pulp, you right, can only fight for so long. But if somebody's beating you to the ground well if it's not an equal fight okay but i definitely i've as a parent like if the two siblings want to take a go that's right where your energy out because i'm not even a mom yet but i'm already tired it's like you guys (laughs) yes i'm not hopping into every little spackle y'all fight it out and y'all will be tired i'm like see Now is the problem solved? I will definitely let them fight it out because they need to learn, especially if they're going to be violent, 
Like, guess what? At the end, y'all still have the same problem. And now you have bruises and scratches and all that. And it's on you. You should have never started with hitting in the first place. (laughs) You're going to learn. That's the lesson. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That was a long tangent. But we, you know, we know this girl well. So I'm sure you both know the answer. Who is the first Black woman to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court? Just Katanji Brown's. Shirley Chisholm, Carol Mosley, Bronx? Not the Bronx. Okay. Who 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 is it? Shirley. Sabrina. Oh, uh, Shirley. On. Yeah. Hold on. What was the question again? I'm sorry. Who was the first, first black woman to serve Supreme. on the U.S. Supreme Court Justice? Oh, Kataji, right? Yeah. I'm tripping. I'm thinking of Congress or in government, like so. That's why I said Shirley because I'm thinking yeah. of Congress, like uh, the house. But you said I had. That's why I said to repeat the question. See, that's yeah. why I can't rush the SAT. But definitely Kataji, like. We just had a whole episode about that. Speaking of tests, I did not know when y'all went to do y'all masters, y'all had to take like a masters a test to get into the masters program. I did not. I did. Uh, you did it? No. It depends oh. on the program that people have to do that, but I did not. Like some people will take like a um not an MCAT because that's med- medical school. LSAT is law school. Oh no, I don't know. I don't know what a person would take unless it's a tr- entry requirement for the program that they have. But for the program that I took for organizational leadership, I did not have to take one. Oh, okay, I thought somebody told me that there was a process. I'm like, oh wow. All right, let's just end with this last one because um, we've had some great side tangents. But in honor of our uh, fallen friend, how many times did Kobe Bryant win the National Basketball Association Championship? Is it three times, five times, or seven times? Uh, I'm just going to say seven because Kobe. I heard he's really good. Oh, Kobe got five championships. You're right. He'd be five. He's right and that's our Florida. Black History Trivia for today. There's plenty more things to learn out there. So if you guys want to uh, brush up your skills, Google the w- Google web, books, all the things. Learn about Black history and learn about your own history if you're not Black. But learn about the Black one, too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, as always, we hope that you had a great time. We hope that you learned some stuff. If you learned some stuff, we would love to hear what you learned or some stuff that you know that we didn't dive in on. There's certain topics, discussions, things that you're like, I would really love for you guys' perspective. If you're going through a tough moment in life and you feel like life is uppercutting you left to right and people yeah. are just getting on your nerves and they are, they, they lead you to a point where you would like to strangle them, but you know that's not the godly thing to do. Reach out to us. We would love to pray with you, try to do our best to just talk you through certain situations or maybe situations that we've dealt with. Uh, we would prefer if you hit us up through Instagram. That's probably the most easiest way. But if you find other means, if you know, if you know our numbers, we would love to get a text from you. Um, but you know, I'm leaving y'all with a scripture that I've been trying to stick stick to um, in Proverbs, where it says, "Above all else, guard your hearts, for everything flows from it." So, when you're out there gossiping, when you're out there mm. talking bad about people in the group chat, when you're out there um, coming to, I guess you could say, the destruction or the, a life of debauchery to people that you know, or the slander, or anything just not Christ-like, um, when you're just walking away, I want to want you to know or remind you that that's because that's what's in your heart right now, and start doing things like the way that Jesus would then that means that's what's in your heart so live a life that's pleasing to him as you just love God and you love others um, so if you love God and you love others supremely as you make disciples and keep things better for the world that we, we live in as always if life, life tries to knock you down make sure you kick back until next time